know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Thanks for days. We're back. We're back. Pro Sports Pod. Jake, OG with me. How we feeling, OG? Great trade deadline. I mean, it couldn't have gone better. Fantastic. It was a great trade deadline. It, you you said it. It really felt like the first day of free agency in NBA where it's just like every five minutes something's getting broken. So awesome. Uh, how we feeling, Jake? Doing pretty good. I don't really know what we're talking about today, so I'm just kind of here right now. I got ads cooking in my ear. All right, let's get to the trades. We'll start. This is this has a big impact on this podcast. A couple trades did. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson to the Vikings for second round pick or third round pick. Vikings or the Lions get back to force. Obviously, I'm a Lions fan. OG's a Vikings fan. It's I mean, yeah. How are you feeling about this trade, OG? I'm not too big into TJ Hawkinson before the trade. Like, I didn't know much about him, but I'm loving it ever since. Sounds like he's a top five tight end. We gave up probably, like, the equivalent of a third for it. So not too much. 25 and Irv Smith's out for 10 weeks. So position a need. I love the trade. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks for the Lions. They give get a second-round pick. Uh Vikings second round pick really isn't that valuable right now. They probably will lose some games coming home, but still not great. Uh, it just makes no sense. As I mean, as a Lions fan looking from the outside, it's like, how do you draft someone eighth overall like four years ago, trading for a second round pick four years later uh, to a team in division that you hate? Uh, it makes no sense. Makes it makes zero sense. Uh, the Lions are an organization that sucks. They're going to continue to suck. And, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Uh, the Bears made some move. They Hold made up. some move. What? I got something to say about that dumbass. Okay. That yeah. is one of the worst trades I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, I don't understand NFL trades completely. Like, I don't understand. There's probably some value aspect to it that I don't get as just a casual fan. But that is maybe the worst trade I've seen, like, in my lifetime. They traded a guy that they drafted at eighth. Not only did they trade a guy that they drafted at eighth, but he's been really good for them. Like he has done a lot of really, really good things for their offense. And they give him away from a second for a second rounder. Like, what do you what do you think you're gonna get? Like, who do you think you're gonna draft with that pick that's gonna be better than him? You're biting on that fucking marker like crazy because you know that shit's true. It's like, I know, oh I know. That's- it's an, it's an incompetent organization making an incompetent move. And like you said, I, I don't understand how valuable these draft picks are because most of these NFL trades, it feels like it should be more. It cannot. What I'm going to say is it cannot be more valuable than what they had. Yeah. Or the uh, the chances of them drafting somebody with that pick that is more valuable of a player than Hawkinson. That's exactly right. Crazy to me. Crazy. So like, I don't under like it's fucking robbery. Like I, I've never seen something like that. Like yeah. that is. There, there's something there's got to be something that I'm not understanding because on the surface that looks like one of the dumbest the trades of all time yeah and I mean there was a hundred percent a reason why I tried to move on quick because it makes no sense in my brain it just doesn't uh 
it's painful. It's really painful. It's you think, and it's not like we have a backup who's doing good things. We don't, there's no, it's not like we have two good tight ends. It, he want out. What was his contract expiring? He's like the nicest guy ever. I don't, he's never said anything bad to the media, anything ever. I, it makes no sense. He seems like a perfect locker room guy to have who's just in the trenches and is still good. It sucks. What'd you say, OG? I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to resign. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the only thing that I can think is that Detroit, they see this guy and they're like, all right, listen, down the line, this is going to be a guy that he's not going to sign with us. He's not happy with his current situation. He wants to go somewhere else. How can we leverage this to like any extent where we can get whatever we can possibly get out of? Like, that's the only reason I can see this trade, like, having any, like, meaningfulness to it for Detroit. Because, like, we've seen it at NBA. Like, a guy, he's getting down to, like, his deadline. We They know he's not going to stay there. He's going to sign somewhere else. They try to ship him somewhere else and just get anything they possibly can. That's what this felt. But, like, I haven't heard anybody say that or bring that situation up. So, like, basically what I'm seeing is they just gave away a first-round pick that is arguably, you know, probably a top 10 player at his position for literally like nothing. So fuck your organization because I'm an Iowa fan too. And like Hawk's my guy. I love Hawk. He was great at Iowa. Like that's just disrespectful. And I hope he honestly, I hope he has like 500 yards on you receiving. Uh, yeah, it's fair. I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's like, it's just, it's incompetence at its finest and it's just painful. It's painful. Um, did you Shout see the, the Vikings? I don't know. Did you see what uh, your GM said though? What did he say? I I almost don't want to hear it, but I have to he hear it. This thing they would have traded TJ Hawkinson even with a six and one record. So something must have been up. Okay, that 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 might help. I don't know. It's still a horrible trade, but maybe he wants out. Maybe it's not the time. He definitely I, doesn't fuck with you guys. <laughs> I, and that honestly fair. It's fair. Honestly, go get you some TJ. Uh, he's been, he was one of the guys, he, he's just like a draft pick that you bring in and he's good from the instant he starts playing until he's gone. And yeah, he's going to torch the lines for the rest of his career. He definitely has the vibe of somebody who's just, what he do to your real question? I don't know. I, it's just painful. Can, can we change the subject now though? Like, are we good? I think we got a rant off about the lions feels fair. Yeah, I'm not I'm more. I, yeah, that was just stupid. Yeah, it was I don't dumb. Hate the Lions either. That just, I was just like, that's so stupid. Yeah, no, it's fair. I'm ass shit. I want to say something. Had nothing to do with it being the Lions. Yeah. Uh, Bears trade for uh, Claypool for a second round pick straight up. How we feel about that trade, Jake? As a Bears fan, uh, need a weapon. How we feeling? I like it. I mean, whatever. Claypool, he's all right. He's like an average receiver. He can't hurt bringing him in. Like, that group is already really, really bad. It might honestly help Mooney a little bit, freeing him up. It's just another guy that, like, I like that they're trying to build around Fields. That's encouraging. I think in the last month, Fields has shown that he can be the guy. He's shown flashes of it. He just needs a little bit of help around him, and I think this is their front office making an attempt at giving him some help. So I like the move. I'm not a – wasn't a huge playful guy because I hate the dancing and TikToks and shit like that. Uh, but – I. Fuck it. I'm in, I'm in on Claypool. I like it. I like that. I like that vibe. Uh, OG, what do you think about this one? And, and coming to the division? I like the move. Packers didn't get him, but it's also like, I don't know about a second round pick for Claypool after the Hawkinson trade. It doesn't yeah. look too great. But I think um, 
building around fields. He's looked pretty good the past couple of weeks. So he might be like an actual quarterback for the future for them. Yeah, he he's he's one of those guys who's like he's electric with his legs and it doesn't it I don't know. It, he's fun to watch. Uh it's it's the Bears. It's kind of crazy you saying that. The Bears also are kind of shipping their defense out. Like Roquan to the Ravens for a second and a fifth and Roquan. Robert. Like it's he kind wanted of out. Sort of that TJ. Yeah, but like it was pretty known that he wanted out. Like they had extensive meetings in the offseason trying to reach an agreement and they couldn't. Like it just it was a situation. I love Roquan. Like I, he's one of my favorite players to watch play. He's probably my favorite bear. It sucks seeing him go, but like they had to do something. And he deserves better, honestly. So go True. eat Quan. I fuck with it. True. And I, I I mean not to brag, but like I took the Ravens 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl like four weeks ago, and then this happens. So awesome. Love that. Uh what do you think about the Roquan trade? That's a big that is a one of the like one of those defenders who can fuck up a game at any moment. Getting that out of the division, how's that feel, OG? Um I mean the Bears weren't really a threat this year, even with them. But like I think Akeem Hicks is the one that just haunts you from the past. Oh yeah. That's true. He was a man. I, mean, I like the trade. They got a haul for him compared to what I thought originally. After I saw the Hawkinson trade again, I mean, it just felt like they got so much value out of Roquan, who's a what is he inside linebacker? Yeah, Roquan is a dog, though. He's a dog, but that's the position where it's not. It's like safety tight end, where it's not like that prioritized. It's not like a DN wide receiver quarterback. So I mean, they got a good value for him, knowing he's going to be gone. I like the trade out of yeah. the division, out of the conference. Also, it's, it's oh, definitely you, one of those things that sucks, but that needed to happen. So, yeah. And the defense actually right. looked pretty good, but Robert Quinn also to the Eagles for a fourth. Bears got a lot of picks coming up. Uh, I'll say that. They got a lot of picks coming up. Uh, and Robert Quinn was, he's getting older, I think. I don't know how he was pretty old, wasn't he? Yeah, he was getting older. And I mean, it's, I don't hate the move because we need, our GM has been, he's been pretty, uh, proactive about trying to rebuild through the draft and I don't hate that at all because we'd been eating dirt for so long from that Khalil Mack trade it's nice to have some picks coming in and we're getting rid of some guys that kind of sucks to see yo but it's time like you got to start rebuilding you got to start moving on from some of those guys if you're not happy you know draft picks never hurt so I don't I don't hate either trade it sucks to see both guys go but yeah yeah uh another big trade Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins for a first and a fourth. Uh, the Broncos also give a fifth. That that's a huge trade. That like this is massive. Bradley Chubb is another guy who is a game wrecker. He can he can take over any game at any moment. Um, the Dolphins like him next to Melvin Ingram. That that defensive line is scary, and it turns into a defense that's scary a little bit. Um, with two and what they got, how we feel about this trade, OG? I mean, I like it. I like it. It's got uh, Jalen Phillips also on the D-line. And I think they have the Christian Wilkins person, also that defensive tackle. I don't know where he went to school. But that's – I mean, they were killing us. They were just blitzing every play, doing everything, and another pass so it doesn't hurt that. They're going to be good. I think they'll make a deep run. They could be like the Bengals from last year, just a lot more talented this year. They got too many weapons on both sides, I think. I mean, I might have to put him in the championship game this year. AFC? Who? Dolphins? Yeah. Over, like, the Bills Dolphins, and the Chiefs? Like, no, I got, like, Dolphins, Bills. Okay. Okay. 
And uh, I will say, we need to have uh, Bills Chiefs at some point in the playoffs. Like that just has to happen because that'll be amazing. Um, but yeah, I like that. I like that. They're they're scary, dude. Like Tyreek and Waddle are so fucking fast, and it, uh, like anybody in the world could tell you that. But they're so fast; it's complete. It's a difference changer. Shout out to Reek. He he's just fun to watch. Um, how do you feel about the Finns, Jake? I like it. The fin- the Finns are like dynamic on both sides of the ball. Like offensively, when you look at them, they're tough to guard. I mean, when you have that much speed on that offense and, you know, granted you need Tua to get him the ball and that position might need to be like a tad bit better and might need to get a little bit healthier for them to make a deep run, I think, in the playoffs. But there's a ton of speed on that offense, especially in the wide receiver room. That's tough to go. I think Mostert's there. Isn't Mostert their running back right now? Yes, and they just – I think they traded for a running back at the deadline too. Did they? And Mostert's I- been pretty good. Like, yeah been bad so that's that offense is good and that d-line like you said i that game, one game that is stuck in my head is that vikings game when they played them because i don't did the vikings end up winning that game i think that's their one loss yeah yeah no we lost won. to the US monday night week two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we won that first 10 green outs yeah that for that first half when they played the dolphins like they i don't even think they had like a first down and that defense was unbelievable you had another pass rusher like chubb it's like it's only going to continue to go up. So, yeah, I don't hate them. I like them a lot, actually, in the AFC. I don't know if I'd put them in the AFC championship game, but for sure a solid contender. Yeah, and, th- yeah, big big trade. Definitely a big trade. And um, I think they traded for Hines, right, from the uh, – or no, no that was got, the Bills. They got Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. off the Niners. That's right. That's right. Uh, and he's not getting ticked anymore with McCaffrey up there. Um, he's good. He is good. He is good. I, I, there's a hell of running backs that have gone through San Fran that are playing at other teams. Yeah. yeah. Most most is a San Fran guy too. It's like, uh, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And like McKinnon, yeah, I McDaniels, think. Daniels, the run game coordinator as head coach now. And you run behind that offensive line and the way they set that stuff up, like their blocking schemes, it's easy for guys, I think, to find a rhythm in San Fran. And you're, they're shipping off everywhere. I mean, it's crazy. Like, there's so many guys that have played in San Fran that are now either starting or, or getting good take on other teams. Yeah, and and shout out to San Fran. We probably haven't done a podcast since this happened, but they trade for Christian McCaffrey. They give up a good amount. But uh, th- this this offense is fucking ridiculous. McCaffrey, Debo, and Kittle. Are you kidding me? Electric. I, I, and the Niners are a team – Every fucking year they get to the playoffs, that defense tightens up, and now it feels like they have some weapons. Are the Niners on that top tier? OG. No. Would you say they're like at the top of the second tier, maybe? For league or NFC? League. They're probably like in between. It depends how many teams we're putting in each one. So probably second or third. Okay. But they're not Eagles, Bills, Chiefs. Yep. I mean, I, you can probably put them with Cowboys, like that whole list, Cowboys. Vikings, uh, Vikings. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens, all of them. I like that. I like that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Niners. Like every year they just they just do what they do. They get to the playoffs. They grind out some wins. They'll probably beat the Packers in the playoffs somehow. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on the Niners, Jake? 
Yeah, I mean, I was pretty against the Niners all year because I just didn't think that – I thought they were super overrated like the whole year, but they needed a guy like McCaffrey. Like they needed another difference maker, um, and they got him. Like I think they – I mean, there's no secret they have looked much better in the last two weeks since adding him. Even that loss against uh, Kansas City two weeks ago, they lost that game pretty handily, but it was a lot closer than that final score ended up. They kind of got blown out in the second half, but they were pretty competitive in that game for a while. Um, and that was his first game being there. They looked good last weekend against the Rams. I think they're a team that, like, at the end of the year, you're going to have to talk about them again. Like, they're going to be in the mix. Um, and that defense is obviously good. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I like the Niners. I like where they're at. Yeah. Huge trade. Huge, huge. Uh, let's get to the let's get to the primetime games. Uh, Thursday night football on Prime. I hate Prime. Just, just I, I want to say that. Can we agree on Prime? Having a game on Prime sucks. Right? I don't even have Prime, dude. Oh, that's fucked, dude. I mean, I'm I'm one of those people that it's like my mom has Prime. So it's like when I'm at home or something like that, like I'm like, mom, can you order me something like this? She'll get it on Prime. But I don't got my own account. So I don't like log into her shit. So I don't have any way to watch this other than streamies. Like I could ask her for her account info, but I don't really want to do that shit. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and you gotta ask it for passwords, and it just is too much of an. And issue. then they like make you verify. You she gotta yeah. press some text and shit. It's all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so fuck Prime. Uh, Thursday night football: Eagles at Texans. Absolute stinker of a game. Texans are plus fourteen. Over under forty five and a half. Um, I I just wanna I just wanna start by saying, and I'll get more into this tomorrow with our uh NCA winners pod. It's officially the time of the year where I'm fading myself. Yep. I'm fading myself a hundred percent. It's sad. I'm there. It, I had such a bad weekend in football. It's just like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So I like the under in this game. I think, I don't know how Davis Mills is going to score in the Eagles defense. The Eagles can score, but 45 and a half. I love the under. I'm taking the over 45 and a half. OG, what do you think about this game? I'm buying a half. I'm going Eagles 13 and a half. Love it. I'm Texans don't know how they're going to score. And I mean, Hertz and AJ Brown whole offense are putting up at least 21, 28. So I got him by 13 and a half. Shout out to Hertz. He's been balling in a lot of doubters. And shout out to AJ Brown. He whenever they need AJ Brown to be open, he's open. Uh Jake, what do you think about this game? I don't know. This is so gross. Like I didn't even know that this was the Thursday night game until I just went on ESPN like literally two minutes ago. This is such a just disgusting, like why I don't even want to watch this. Like, I'm glad this shit is on Prime because no one should have to watch this. I don't even know who I would take in this game. Like I probably, like 14, how many spreads in the NFL this year have been 14? Like that's yeah, not a lot. That's a lot. I don't know, man. I think maybe I just take Houston. I was looking through their scores and I have watched Houston a little bit this year. I don't, they haven't lost by more than 14. I don't think at all this year, maybe once. Oh, yeah, they lost to the Raiders by 18 once. Every other game has been inside of that. At home, I'd probably just side with the points, but I'm I'm going to stay away from this because, A, I don't want to watch it, and, two, like, it's just gross. Fair, fair. Uh, And, oh, yeah, just side note, another NCA side note, Maction back, really right. back. Uh, And, actually, we'll get some Maction picks from you at the end of the pod because, like, Wednesday night Maction, love it. Uh, Sunday night. Titans at Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 12 and a half. Overrunners 46 and a half. OG. Titans at Chiefs. What are we thinking? Mm. 
Yeah, I don't Baker's know on this. I have to take the. <laughs> I'm taking the under. I was gonna take a spread. I was gonna take a spread, but I'm gonna take the under 46 and a half. I mean, I really have no reason. I don't watch either one of these teams. Chiefs, I've watched for one game. They're gonna put up what, 28, 35. The Titans, I don't believe in at all. I think they're gonna get killed. So, I got the under 46 and a half. Okay, CJ, what are we thinking? Is is Malik starting? Yeah, it does look like Malik. Oh, that's she another minus one. twelve and a half. That dude's terrible. He's terrible, man. I've said it. I've I'm not like a hater on him. I've just kind of always been on the side where it's like this guy's just not very good at the quarterback position. He's not. He really isn't. That Titans team is sneaky, just sitting at five and two. I I kind of like the Titans. I'm a big busting with the boys guy. Like I like Lawan, even though he's hurt. Like R.I.P. Taylor Lawan. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Chiefs at yeah. at night. Yeah, Chiefs. Even yeah. though that's a ridiculous amount of points, but yeah, give me for a, a for a five and two team. And uh, Titans started zero and two. They won five in a row. Uh, Malik Willis won last week because. Derrick Henry can just run over anybody. And so they just don't have to let Malik throw the ball. He'll have to throw the ball to win this game. And I actually really like the Titans. Like I, I, I 12 and a half points to five and two team. The Titans are just a gritty team. Vrabel, they're just going to muck it up. I love the Titans. So Chiefs minus 12 and a half. That's where I'm at. I love a team. I take the other side. It's sad. I know. I'm switching. I'm switching. Back. Double switch because you just reversed it. Now I'm going to reverse it. Titans plus 12 and a half because I like the Titans. I like Vrabel. I like that squad. I don't know why. I've always just liked the Titans. Malik Willis is somehow going to be competent enough to cover 12 and a half. They're going to make this game extremely great. Gross. So gross. Uh, Yeah, it's it's sad. It's a sad day when you're fading yourself. And the more I think about it, I really like the Titans. So go Chiefs. Um. Any other picks for the NFL weekend? I have a couple just because uh, I like some picks and now I'm just fading myself. Uh, I'll go for one and then maybe get one. Up. Uh, so I I love the Falcons plus three at the Chargers. Or at in Atlanta against the Chargers. I love the Falcons, so I'm taking the Chargers minus three. Anybody listening to me right now is like, what the fuck is this psycho talking about? But it's what I got to do. Give me Chargers minus three, even though I love the Falcons. OG. Let's hear a pick. I'm hammering the Packers minus three and a half against. I knew it was coming. I, I, I mean, knew it was coming. A big easier offense. They're clearly showing they want to lose. There's no energy. I mean, it's at Ford Field. It's probably the only reason it's three and a half, not five and a half. Yeah, uh, I'll say I like the under. I'm not going to take it because I, I I'm not going to bet an over under a Lions game, but it like. The Lions can't score aren't, can't score that well against good defenses. They haven't proven anything. And I guess the Packers will score at will, but Rodgers is a joke right now. But I I honestly I love the I love the pick of the Packers. It sucks, but how is it only three and a half points against this dog shit of a defense? Uh that was, that was maybe gonna be mine. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was looking at that line and it's like three and a half. It's like they've kind of owned the line. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers too in that game. Like, I'm just that's a game that I'm gonna bet. I'm not a huge. I don't bet a lot of NFL games, but that's a line I see, and it's a line I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I'm gonna bet it. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, I like the Pats minus five and a half. Ellinger's the the uh the quarterback of the Colts right now because Matt Ryan's quote unquote hurt. He's really just shit and old. Uh, Ellinger 
looked so bad last week. Gross game they played. It was uh, Ellinger versus Heineke. So bad. Um, I like the Pats minus five and a half, so I'm taking the Colts plus five and a half. Yep. Uh, I got one. I got another one. Love it. Vikings minus three and a half against the Commanders. Revenge game. Or I guess not really a revenge game because didn't he get paid like a shit ton of money to be a commander? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not a whole lot of revenge, but 12 p.m. kick. Kirk Cousins does seems like he does well in this game. The Commanders suck. Like, I cannot get that Bears game out of my head, that primetime Thursday night football game. Like, that was two. That was maybe one of the worst football games I've ever watched. Vikings are still a really good team. Hey, shout out me, Adam, in my NFC championship game. Like, I think that's pretty realistic and might happen, even though I don't really like the Vikings. I like them minus three and a half. I think they get to seven and one. How about that? That'd be nuts. Seven and one Vikings? That would be nuts. That would be nuts. Um, I, I have a take on this game, and – uh. You're gonna. I think uh, Vikings fans are gonna say I'm a hater. They they are. They're six and one. Shout out to them. I think they're a very fraud six and one team. I'll say it. I I don't trust their defense. I don't trust Kirk still. I know I might be. It might be like my Lions roots thinking I'm a hater, but in my head, I truly don't think the Vikings are very good. I don't see them winning like more than maybe a playoff game. I don't like the Vikings, but in this spot, I love the Commanders. I mean, love. The commanders have just started to sell their team. Snyder is on the way out. They're going to be playing with a whole different buzz. Shout out to Taylor Heineke, 2-0 in his starts. This is one that I'm not fading. That's how confident. Oh, fuck me. I should fade myself, shouldn't I? <laughs> how did you just have that big of a stop? Like, you was going in. You was Dude, going in. I love him. And then Crunch, you got to take the commanders. I think yeah, I'm going have to, to take the command. Take money line, if anything. Don't jinx us for that. Okay, I'll, I'll take the commanders because uh, they're selling the team and Taylor Heineke's 2-0. Uh, God, dude, I'm just such a sad better right that now. Most, that was the most like uh, enthusiastic I've seen you about a pick in a while. Like He was trying to go in on that hoe, and then he was like, damn, fool, like mid-sentence. It was rough. I, I saw that Schneider was selling the team or like starting to sell the team, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Commanders, commanders, commanders. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the commanders. OG, any more? I think they got to burn before he sells them and gets rid of them. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Ra- that'd be fair. Two and a half on Monday night. Uh, Ravens, my sorry, I you, you go. Sorry, I said that's my last pick of the weekend. Ravens minus two and a half. Love it. I love the Ravens. I love them. Love them. Love them. Uh, let's get to the NBA. NBA, NBA is back. NBA's hashtag back. Uh, let's let's start where this podcast has to start because we're Timberwolves fans. Um, how do you feel about the Timberwolves, OG? Awful. I mean, it's just boring to watch. It's no ball movement. Um, Gobert, Cat, Ant, D'Lo, Jaden. You put them like all on a list, and you just—it sounds so good. It sounds like a top five team, great regular season team. But it's ugly. Just wide open threes for the other team. We can't hit a three. We just it's bad to watch. No energy too. We lost all the fun guys. Leak, Pat Bev, Vando. It can't yeah. get worse. Now. Yeah. Uh first things first, shout out to Leak. He's balling in, in Utah. Mm-hmm. And that whole team is balling. Uh Markinen's like an all-star right now, eight games in, but he's the leak was talking about how Markin should be an all-star already. Love Leak. 
Uh, Pat Bev is struggling in LA. He's shooting like 10% from three, which is kind of hilarious. Uh, but Jake, you go off, you let's hear what you think about the Timberwolves too. Cause I, I have some things to say, but it's just so negative right now. Uh, how we feel about the Timberwolves? I ain't going to say anything positive. Yeah. I mean, definitely not anything positive. This team is depressing to watch. I mean, we were so high last year, like coming off that season, even though we didn't end up winning that series, it was like, damn, this team is building into something. I've always I've been pretty well documented. I have my issues with Cat. I think he's a pussy. Like I don't I don't fuck with him at all. I think he's soft. I think he's a bitch. I think he's any adjective that describes someone as just a dickhead. I hate Cat. Like I don't I can go on and off and keep cussing Cat out, but I also hate this motherfucker go bear. Like I goddamn I gotta stop cussing. But when I start talking about these fools, I really hate them. Like they are the two pussiest motherfuckers in the NBA, and somehow we got both of them. When we made that Gobert trade, everybody else was like happy. I was kind of I was like for a day, I was like, damn, Gobert could get us over the hump. Fuck that, man. No one wants to watch this shit. That's what happens when you add another big ass center that's just a bitch. Like Gobert is so pussy, dude. He can't even like put that hoe up. Like he does no coordination. He looks like somebody that was in high school that you're like, damn, this motherfucker is going to be cold, but he grew way too fast and has no coordination yet. That's what Gobert looks like right now, except he's just more built. Like he's just, he can play defense and defend the rim a little bit, but you're right. Like you couldn't have said any better. This team sucks to watch now. This used to be one of the best teams to watch in the NBA. And I loved watching them every night. I watched that pretty much whole game. Uh, last night against the Suns, and I could barely watch it, man. Like, I could barely watch it because it was boring. It was it, fucking boring. I couldn't agree more. Like, you watch the whole game. It's just it, – it, I don't know. Ant doesn't look – Ant's not really attacking like he used to. Uh, or not – I shouldn't say used to, like he did last year. Um, they, I, he, I did one thing with Ant, too. I'm going to stop talking because I, everything I'm going to say, I'm just going to keep saying fucking shit like that. Uh, <laughs> but, like, Ant, every time – and it seems like he's playing different now. Like, the game is slower. Like, the the pace of play that the Timberwolves are playing right now looks slower. Last year, it was fast. It was up and down. Hey, guys like PBEP, high energy. You had boys like Leak that were spraying that, John. When you add another big guy like that, you, you're you forced to play different. And it's it's not fun to watch. And yeah. Ant is struggling, I think, a little bit because of it. Definitely. Ant's, Elo, I too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't fit. The ant especially, it feels like there's no room anywhere on the fucking court because Gobert's big ass is always underneath the rim because he can't catch the ball anywhere else and be competent anywhere else. Uh, our defense actually has been fine. It's been like top five or top six, which is like it, it doesn't feel like it because they get so many open threes with Gobert, but it is working. Uh, but we have – I think it's the third worst offense in the league right now behind the Lakers and the Clippers. That's just brutal. Um, and it it just, it, in theory, it, it, like you said, in theory, it looks so good. And I will say, I still have hope for this team. I do. Like, if it's still, we're still only seven, eight games in. We're still only eight games in. We're, we're overreacting. I'm also overreacting. But with two centers... If you're going to play two centers and two big-ass bodies, you have to make the other team pay on offense. You Like, 
Like, Cat has Cam Johnson on him, and he's not going to take him to the block every single fucking possession. And that's why he's a bitch, dog. Exactly. That's why and I've that's been why on this motherfucker ever since he came here. You about to make me go off again. You're exactly right. Floor. I you... actually hate him so much. How are you seven one? That skill, and you have Cam Johnson on you, and you not go go to the block. Put your motherfucking shoulder into his chest and put the L up. Yeah. Like, damn, bro. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Also, shout out to Nas because when Nas comes on the court as a second center, he's making them motherfuckers pay every single time he has the ball on offense. That how doesn't that happen every time? Gobert has the big ass motherfucker on him. He's not going to do shit on offense anyways. We know that he has bricks for hands. He can't catch the ball. So so when Cat gets the ball on a four, also he can't get threes off on fours because they're quicker and they can stay in front of him. So they just get it all up in his ass. He can't shoot threes. I'm freaking out. I need to take a deep breath. No, it's also, good. I think this is good. It's like a little venting set. 100% a good venting. Um, <laughs> I do think we'll be fine, though. I do. It's this is what we, I, I want to say this, too. is It's one thing when you have a team that's scoring a lot that's really fun to watch and you're sitting at four and four and you're like, all right, you know, we're right there in a lot of these games and we might not be winning – it's easier to be to side with a team like that. It's like, all right, we might be able to figure it out and be a little bit more positive. It's another thing when your team is so fucking boring to watch. You're four and four defensively. That's your positive. But it's hard to side with a defensive team more so than an offensive team. Do you understand kind of what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. It's, it's fucking horrible to watch. If we're 6-0 and and we're boring to watch, we're 6-0. and Well, who cares? We're four and four with no draft picks in the future because we traded for Gobert. And we're four and four and look like shit uh, against bad teams as well. Like we haven't played anybody except for the Suns last night. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's it's sad. And I will say we we were down what it was like sixteen or maybe even eighteen last night. And I was like, oh my god, I, I'm I'm gonna kill someone. I'm gonna kill someone if I keep watching this team. And then we we grinded back. You know, we made we didn't with two or three minutes left. It wasn't a game, but we put some fight in. And our bench is pretty good. Uh, and I, you know, I'm excited to still watch, but we got to figure it the fuck out on offense. Gobert, I don't, I don't know what Finch, I don't know what Finch is planning on doing, but something's got to change. Something's got to change because this is fucking brutal to watch. Uh, that Man, was I my rant. Even the more we talk about it, I'm just not as excited. Mm-hmm. Like I used, I used to be able to get up for these games. I'd be like, yeah, we'll tonight get to watch it it's like i'd be excited to watch them because they were fun to watch it was like a young ant-man it's like even if they didn't come out with the win it's like this team is fun when the wolves are on i don't i don't even like the vibe's terrible like it's just not there i know and it and it you know it really hit me last night too it's a 9 p.m game where the only game on it on in on in the nba right now on tnt with charles and Shaq. It should be the most fun game we watch all year. And then we play like that. We look like that. We just get ro- – Charles is fucking roasting us. It was painful. It's painful. Uh, OG, any last thoughts on the Wolves? They just suck for now, but I'll give them 20 games. Uh, that's game what, 20, they better be at their shit. I will say. And, uh, well, now, now – fuck, I could go on forever and keep screaming. But it, it makes me even think, like – we could have just we need like a we need year. like a we need like a parental ad, advisory or whatever to get us that, going. You're right. That that segment, I mean, that was crazy. We we just 
Yeah, we wrote a lot of yelling, a lot of swearing. I like it, though. It felt good. It felt good to get it off my chest. Now now we can just watch some ball. Okay, so we're done talking about the Wolves. Like, it, I, we need a rule after we talk about the Wolves for a little bit. Just, like, like just get us off it. So, let's talk about the rest of the NBA. Uh, there's one team with a fuck ton of headlines, which is awesome. The Brooklyn Nets are an absolute shit show right now. Steve Nash just got fired. Uh, Kyrie is... Uh, retweeting books about like anti- just absurdly anti-Semitic things. Didn't really get punished for it. He can't speak to the media because they're afraid he's going to keep saying stupid shit because he was already yelling at a reporter about some dumb shit, contradicting himself like a motherfucker. Um, and I love Kyrie. I really do. But like, when does the bullshit stop? Like, <laughs> not... <laughs> It's ridiculous. It, even back in Cleveland, like he was a main part of some of the coaches being gone. Uh, he's went to Boston. I want to be the main part of the team. Uh, he said he was going to stay with Boston, leaves for the Nets, doesn't play because of COVID, dumb shit like this. Like, what the fuck, Kyrie? What do we think about Kyrie, Jake? Or OG? I went to Jake at OG. What do we think about Kyrie? I'm a big Kyrie fan. I mean, I don't know shit about that movie he posted on his story. Like, I heard both sides of it. Like one was saying it was just like a little history type thing, but then another one was saying like it was really fucked up. It's it's like it's like a conspiracy theory about like the Holocaust. It's, oh, I have no clue what it is. It's bad. It's bad. You watched it? No, but I I watched it. I read a summary about it because it's like, how are you retweeting something? Like, because oh, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And they say it's history, but it's like, ooh. I mean, they don't, I don't know what to say. You got to realize that's Kyrie by now, earth flat, all the shit he said in the past. You know, he's like a little crazy, but he's good at basketball. So, right, right. You can shoot that. He can shoot that thing. Let him keep playing. Any thoughts on Kyrie, Jake? I I don't know. I don't want to get canceled or anything like that. I don't really (laughs) know the situation that well. I, I saw, honestly, I saw a picture on Instagram or something today that was like, a bunch of people bought like uh tickets courtside to support or like to kind of protest it or whatever. And he was like standing next to him and just didn't acknowledge it like at all or whatsoever. It's like, I kind of thought that's like from a Jewish perspective, I, I, it's kind of a fire move, like getting everybody. There's like five of them in a row with shirts on and stuff. I like that move from them. Kyrie. I mean, this dude is just, I, I don't even know what to think of him anymore. He's kind of electric, like not the anti-Semitic thing that really sucks, but like, he's one of those guys where he like, he keeps the basketball news going. Like he's one of those guys that feeds into the NBA news, stuff like that. He's given us content all the time. Not the anti-Semitic thing. I cannot make that more. Uh, I'm not anti-Semitic. I don't stand for what you be posted, but like the dude at like, what point are you like, all right, we can sacrifice this guy being an insanely good basketball player on our team for just being an absolute cancer off the court and in the locker room. It's like this guy, every single stop that he's been at has been a problem. And he's an unbelievable basketball player. Like, I think we all agree. We say like, he's insanely smooth. The things he does with the basketball is ridiculous. He's fun to watch or <laughs> that motherfucker. But like, at what point are you like, this guy is just like, we can't have him. He's just ruining team chemistry and nothing works when he's there. Yeah, it almost and, like he needs LeBron again or something like that. Like he needs some guy that is above him that like he kind of respects or something where he can tone it down because the dude is just off the rails all the time. 
Yeah, and like not only is all the shit off the court being terrible, they're two and six. They're not good at all. Uh, with with Nash getting fired, it looks like they're going to Ime Doka, which is mm. kind of a crazy move. If crazy you ask me, <laughs> I don't know. Man. And they just signed Primo. I uh, know. It's like what the fuck? It's like the whole prison team. Yeah, well, yeah, I, it could have been a bad. It could have been like a. I could have got got, but I saw something that was like the Nets no, decided sure. Josh Primo. That was like Hoop Central. I'm pretty sure it tweeted it. Uh, it's it's bad. I, it's bad, and and not only <laughs> not crazy. I shouldn't laugh because it's 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 hilarious, but I I can't not laugh. But um, they also like this like this should be a main story for any other team. They just traded for Ben Simmons, and he's shooting the ball like four times a game, and he's and he's missed the last two games with knee with a knee injury that nobody's talking about. He's like the fifth. He's like the fifth most newsworthy thing on this team, and the guy they just traded Harden for. They trade. Okay, first of all, they trade Harden. They give up like all of their fucking assets for the future for Harden, and then they give up Harden for basically Ben Simmons. And now, and now it's just an absolute shit show. And I will say, anybody saying that Ben Simmons is like he, in theory, he's a great small ball five. Great. The the beauty of having Ben Simmons is he's a massive body that can guard anybody on the court, and you want him guarding the best guard or wing on the other team. And if he's playing center, he's he can't he, his defensive value goes down so much if he's guarding centers than a guard. It's ridiculous. Makes no sense to me. Uh, this team he's is also a sneaky. Another one of those guys that just is never playing. Like he's just never in the lineup. Yeah, and it was I mean, supposed they got to be two, this year. Two of their superstars, quote unquote, Kyrie and and Simmons, just they just don't play when they don't want to play. Yeah, I mean that's tough to have a team like that. It's tough to have a team. It's like it's one thing when you're that talented, you can kind of get away with it. But like, at what point does it affect? team chemistry, like the locker room, just not playing together a whole lot. It's like the NBA is so good and there's so many good teams. It's like you can't just have that talent anymore and walk into the playoffs after 82-game season when you just aren't together like that and have the coherency to just like throw together a series. Like that, it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's There's too much talent in the NBA for you to think, uh, that you're just gonna even even just outscoring people like they can't they can't outscore people even with Kyrie and KD and Ben Simmons it doesn't work it does it's just there's too many good players in the NBA right now. Um, KD's got to get out of there. Free that man. I, he was he is such a bucket, and it's just I, and he just puts his head down and hoops. I know, and like he, he just hoops. And also, he said like once he didn't get traded, he was like, I want Steve Nash gone. And then they don't. How do you not listen to him the second? Steve Nash was so clearly a bad coach. No offense to Steve Nash. Great player. Probably a great basketball mind. Coaching-wise, you don't got it, bro. You just don't. Uh, the way this roster is constructed, there's no shooting. Well, Joe Harris is still is still getting better from his injury. He'll probably figure his shooting out. Seth Curry's still hurt. Patty Mills has been asked. But, like, they don't – I don't know. We should uh, – now we need a fucking timer on the Nets. Like, that like, – <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Uh, first time, hey, well, Dar defense is first time talking NBA at all. Like, we haven't had any NBA. True, so. true. So, it, it's awesome. It is. I, I love the NBA. Um, 
Other teams kind of doing some shit. Uh, first of all, actually, yeah, no, haters everywhere. Shout out the Pelicans. They're four and two. Uh, Zion missed two games. Herb Jones and Brandon Ingram has missed three games, and they're still four and two against good teams. Shout out the Pelicans. Sneaky, talented. They could be really good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna live and die on that rock that the Pelicans are good. Uh, I'm not saying that. The, listen, man, I'm not saying that the Pelicans aren't good. I, I, I here we I, go. I hope to God that the Western Conference Finals is the Pelicans and the Timberwolves. But not only did you just say the Pelicans are going to be in the Western Conference Finals, you also have the Timberwolves. Like we've been talking a hell of a lot about the about the Pelicans. On the other side is you still have the T Wolves in that. Yeah, they look. Got to have both of them in there. That's yeah. where I was like, that take is so preposterous. Well, I mean, I would have. I mean, no, you you can't say, well, I'm a Timberwolves fan, and then I just threw the Pelicans in there, like. No, I didn't throw the Pelicans in there. I I I I think the Pelicans are going to well, make it. Well, then you threw the Timberwolves in there. Either way, you threw one of them in there, and I could have seen it where it's like, all right, you got the Suns and the Pelicans or something like that. I'd be like, all right, that's kind of crazy, but like I get it. You got the fucking Pelicans and the T Wolves, dude. Like that's where I'm like that take is outrageous. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Um, I hope it's right. I I want to like however I can put a bet on that. I will. I'll do it. Plus forty thousand. I have them plus forty thousand for that to be the Western Conference Finals. Um, <laughs> shout out the Suns. They're they're back. Uh, and I won't trust them until they win a game seven or some shit. But Suns have been impressive. How you feel about the Suns, OG? It's tough. I mean, they're still gonna win probably 50, 55 Jesus. games. They're not winning 60 in this year's Wests. But I don't know. They're not going to win the championship. They're not going to – they might make it around farther than last year. But I don't know. CP3 is getting old. Booker's amazing. But it's like I bet Jay Crowder loss is going to be bigger than they think. Yeah, because Cam Johnson can't come off the bench anymore, and he was their, like, only bench scorer last year. Um, their bench is- Awful compared to ours yesterday. That was the only bright spot we had when it was our bench versus their bench. Sure. I think we had a couple of players like plus 10, plus 15. Then our starters are minus 20. All so. minus. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, shout out to the Suns. I, 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 I like they're so, I don't like them, but for them to come out after that loss in game seven and like start the way they have is wildly impressive to me. Um, shout out to Jazz. Shout out to Jazz. Uh, we got to shout out the Jazz. Shout out Laurie Markkinen, Mike Conley, Leek Beasley, Colin Saxton. Like, and I, and if you look at the roster, they got some guys, man. Like, they got some guys, and they're six and two. They're probably not a six and two team, but they could they could do something in the West. Any love for the Jazz, OG? Any? I love them. I mean, Vando's playing out of his mind. He had a, he went two for three from three one of these games. I was like, if he can shoot a three, he's gonna be. Dude, he can pass too. He drops he's dimes. Good. He's good. I don't know. They got a real test tonight. If they win this game, I'll say they're a playoff team. If they lose a game and it looks like they lose, like like it looks like they're not a playoff team or they're not keeping it close, then I'll say they're probably 11, 12 seed. Because the Mavs have been around for a while. They got Luca. You're not gonna get an easy one with the Mavs. So that's 
they're either making the playoffs if they win this game or they're not making it and falling out of the play-in even if they lose this game. Oh, this okay. game. Must win. Game. <laughs> this Must game. win. This, this is the real test right here. Game nine on the year or 10, whatever. It is. You can mark it. it down. I will bet whatever oh, that will come. Shit, you better lock in, Jazz. This is a big-ass game. <laughs> game nine. Must win. I mean, it's I a must-win game. I'm going to call how it is. That's crazier than the Pelicans. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable. Game nine of the year or ten of the year, whatever they're on right now. Nine. This is it for the Jazz. They might as well not play the rest of the year if they don't win this. <laughs> Fuck a playing. That's, That's actually so funny, dude. Holy shit. Um, Thanks for days. Both are NBA guys. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, the Lakers one and five. One and five with LeBron, uh, AD, and. Russ, Russ is to the bench officially. He will be coming off the bench. He sucks. He really sucks. Um, how we feel about the Lakers, CJ? They like they suck. They're really bad. Um, and they, yeah, they just they they just suck. I don't know. Like their bench is terrible. They they don't have anything really good. LeBron doesn't look great. Uh, AD looks pretty okay, but it's bad. It's bad. They got to get my goat out of L.A. Like, I'm tired of watching him. It's sad. He's still a really, really good player. Like, there's no doubt. But he's definitely getting towards the end where he's he's declining a little bit. And I think that longevity and surviving a whole year, especially with how bad this team is, is going to be tough for him just on his body alone. Because how old is he? I mean, he's like late. He's 30s and stuff now. Like, he's, he's getting up there in age. He's probably at the point in his career right now where it's like, it's pretty clear he can't really do it by himself. He needs significant help if he's going to try and win another championship. I don't really know if he wants to do that. I'd love to see him get out of L.A. like and be a part of a team that's going to be contender. I can't really see it happening. He's probably at that spot where it's like maybe he needs to transition into being a role player, but he's the GOAT, man. Like The GOAT can't be no damn role player. Like He's got to be the center. Like I and couldn't he, see that. Yeah, but, and he- you're good. Go I don't have he, anything else. To say he, he's still probably... good. He's still good. It's just like he, yeah, he's not, he's not going to lead a team to the playoffs. And Anthony Davis, like outside, even, even let's say Anthony Davis is pretty good. And like, even like the guys like Nunn and Pat Bev and uh, Lonnie Walker, that they, that's just not enough ever. That's not enough for anybody, anybody in the NBA. They're, they suck. Uh, they, <laughs> and, I, I love what OG said. Like, the NBA is at a place where if you don't play good basketball literally every single night, you're going to be a bad team. And the Kings have shown it. Like, the Kings are not – like, I've watched, way, like, way too much the Kings, first of all. Way too much the Kings. And they have pieces. And they're not, like – on paper, you could be like, oh, yeah, they could win 25, 30 games maybe. Like, they're probably not a playoff team. They might – they're going to win, like, 10 games because everybody in the NBA – has somebody or a team that's going to fuck shit up. That's what, and that's what makes the jazz so impressive to me, where it's like, they're not, they're not just walking in and beating shit teams. Like old NBA might be, they're beating teams that all, like almost every team wants to be in the playoffs, except for some of the young teams. But even the young teams have a bunch of young talent. Uh, So the NBA is in a great place. I love the NBA. One thing I will say about the Lakers is like that roster is just bad. It's I mean, it's just terrible, man. Like, you just go down the list, and it's just like, AD, he's never playing. 
Westbrook's another name you look at. It's like he should be all right. He's ter- He needs to get out of there. He needs to get like out of the NBA. Needs to get out of any. I don't know. He needs somewhere different. Like he just needs. He. It almost looks like Westbrook has the yips. I mean, he's not even a shell of what he used to be. And I think like something has to do with that with him getting older and declining as a player. But something too is like he's just there's something going on psychologically with him. Like yeah, he's bad. He'll he drive the lane stuff. like he used to, and then just throw one off the backboard as hard as he can. It's crazy. Um, shot the Lakers. They they suck. It's awesome. Um, the Heat are two, three, and five. They were two and five before last night. They're not really. They were supposed to be a good team. They're not really doing well. Uh, same with the Nets. Same with the Lakers. And Golden State's also three and five. There's a lot of teams that are struggling. Um, what do we think about Golden State and Miami specifically? OG because I think. They both have talent. They both have championship aspirations. Why are they only three and five? I mean, Golden State championship hangover. I'll give them that. Three and five. I'll give them that excuse. The Heat. I mean, I don't know about the Heat. They played a couple hard games to start the season. Not a great schedule. But it's like, you know, I feel like they're still going to sneak in for sure. And then it's Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they're going to be that one, two, or even three seed this year. I like that. I like that. They, they, Yeah, they're just not it. And even in the West, there's like eight, nine teams who can make a run at the conference finals or even the finals. Uh, And last shout-out, I should say. Well, no, shout-out the Cavs, first of all, because they're balling. And even without Garland right now, Donovan Mitchell's dominant. But there's one undefeated team, and they're they're looking as dominant as ever without their second-best player. The Bucs are just balling. They're balling. Giannis is averaging like 30-something and hella blocks, and he's like the best defender in the NBA right now. Um, and and the, the most – the saddest shit I've ever heard is someone was talking about Brooke Lopez being like a top three center in the league after like eight games, but he's been looking like that. Shout out the Bucs. Um, any thoughts on the Bucs? Like they're just really good. I haven't heard one thing about the Bucs all year. Not one thing. That's probably good. On ESPN, nothing. That's 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 that man, that's a championship team. Like that's a no bullshit, no nonsense type of team. Which is awesome. Oh, and one more thing. Kawhi hasn't played in like three games, and there's some rumors going around that like he has some like serious problems, and they're saying it's for his knee. Uh but he shouldn't have to worry about his knee like three games in a row. And there's been talk of like, this is what the Spurs were worried about when they didn't want to play him. Like he has something serious going on that no one really knows. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Kawhi, but hopefully he can get healthy. Uh, Who's the worst team in the NBA? Worst team? Magic uh, or is it like the Rockets? I got the Hornets. Without yeah. LaMelo. Without LaMelo. Yeah. Uh, Gotta be the Magic. It's just gotta be the magic, dude. dude Paolo's a baller. Paolo, Paolo can go for twenty five every night. Um, but I would, I you know, it's I'd probably say like, dude, it might be the Lakers. Like, it's fucked up. They're really bad. Oh, Lakers, yeah. They're really I think they, bad. They might end up. I mean, if LeBron stops playing, and AD's hurt, they're like, fucked. They 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 might win like one game the rest of the year. I mean, and their pick goes to the Pelicans this year. 
Ew! Oh my god! Wimbayana. Who do you think goes the goat? No, the 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 Pelicans get the Lakers pick this oh. year. <laughs> so wait, is that from the Anthony Davis trade still? Yeah, they had the oh. first last year. They drafted Dyson Daniels. He was they got one this year. Hell, I think they had one the year before that too. The championship. Jesus, dude, that dude. You know, oh god, I'm gonna start ranting about the Timberwolves again. That sounds like the Timberwolves in four fucking years. Um. Yeah, let's end it there. That was good pod. That was funny. At Pro Sports Pod. We'll be back tomorrow. NCAA winners. Uh, Fade Pooker is back. I'm fading myself. That's It's sad. Uh, have a day. We'll be back. Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got rocks, who mostly go down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, 